the running back position has been an absolute dumpster fire so far to start the season. But we're going to talk you through it. Who should sit? Who should start? So lock it in. Strap it down. Let's ride. Welcome back in. Welcome back in. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Let's jump into our top 12 running backs for week five. We have Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, James Robinson, Dalvin Cook, Jamal Williams, Clyde Edwards-Elair, and Damian Pierce to wrap up our top 12. Let's talk about a few of these guys we have here in our top 12. Some guys that I think that uh, for most people, um, you know, are guys that we drafted in the later rounds that maybe other people will be viewing as RB2s. I want to start things off. Let's talk about James Robinson. They face Houston this week. Uh, he only played 46% of the snaps last week. But he also saw a season low in carries, yards, and targets uh, last week. But I think he's primed for a big bounce-back spot here against the Texas defense. The ranks 29th in rush DVOA. They also allowed the most fantasy points to running backs on the season. They've also allowed the most rushing yards and touchdowns so far this year. So I think this is a big bounce-back spot for James Robinson. I think last week was a little bit more game script dependent of why he didn't see as many opportunities to what Travis Etienne did. They trailed for a portion of that game. And I think it kind of phased James Robinson out a little bit. I do expect he's going to bounce back in a big way this week. So I am as a top 12 running back. But I also think if you have Travis Etienne, I think you can start him with confidence as well, too. It's just a great matchup against Houston. Next up, let's go to the other side of that game. Let's go ahead and talk about Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce has now uh, posted back-to-back top 10 performances with 18 and 26 fantasy points, respectively. Right now, Jacksonville allows uh, the 11th most fantasy points to running backs, but they have allowed the 8th fewest rushing attempts per game, which has more to do with positive game script. Uh, that they've been in some of these games that they played. So I think some of that's a little bit misleading. So I do like Damian Pierce. We, it was it was really encouraging to see him last week. He saw six targets in that game last week, and he is just getting more and more of these opportunities, and he's starting to really put a stranglehold on this entire backfield over a guy like Rex Burkhead, which is something we uh, expected. Figured he would start a little bit slow, but eventually he was going to take over this backfield. That's exactly what he's done. This is Damian Pierce's backfield, and he's kind of a borderline top 12 running back rest of season if he's going to continue to see these types of opportunities, especially in the passing game, which was very encouraging. Next up, let's talk about Jamal Williams. Last week, he had a very big game, scored a couple touchdowns, but this is a great matchup against the New England defense that is very, very sus. Jamal Williams is handling about 55% of the opportunities, averaging about 15 and a half carries per game, two targets per game. But where he is separating himself is he has 16 red zone touches. He has more red zone touches uh, in the first four weeks than he had all of last year. He has 16 red zone touches and seven goal line carries, 276 uh, rushing yards with five touchdowns and he's averaging 17.9 fantasy points per game which is sixth most among all running backs um he hasn't been very efficient though on the ground with 1.6 yards created per touch and a 0.73 yards per route run he only has six missed tackles forced however 3.49 yards after contact per attempt which is 13th most all running backs and he has six carries of 10 plus yards which is 15th but what I love so much about him this week is his matchup against New England. We're not worried about New England running away with this game because this New England offense has been absolutely dreadful so far to start the year. Patriots rank 31st in rush DVOA on the season while allowing the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs. But most of the difference has come from touchdowns. Patriots haven't allowed a rushing touchdown so far this year, but that is mainly because 
They have given up the fourth most passing touchdowns inside the red zone this week. So uh, this team is not good against the run. And I, I expect Jamal Williams to find the end zone again this week. So as long as De- DeAndre Swift is out, and I do not expect DeAndre Swift to play, they're on by. I, it makes much more sense for him to come back this week. And I wouldn't really be surprised if Amon Ross St. Brown also sits out again this week and misses this game against the Patriots and comes back for their bye week seven. So Jamal Williams, I think you can absolutely fire him up everywhere. Clyde Edwards, Lair is next up on my list. And, you know, this guy has been kind of a little bit of an enigma so far to start this year because a lot of people have been, ta- you know, have been talking about him as kind of a sell high. And while I somewhat understand that that take, because if you look at his numbers, I think a little bit, a lot, a lot of his numbers have been based off of his touchdowns that he's been able to score. But he's only averaging 10.3 carries per game. He's averaging about 50% of the opportunities from this backfield, 3.5 targets per game, which is a lot more than what I think people were expecting for the 10% target share in this offense. But he has eight red zone touches and three goal line carries which is kind of surprising because that is not really what they've done with him over the last couple of years. But he has 208 rushing yards, 117 receiving yards, but that five touchdowns is allowing him 18.9 PPR points per game, which is fourth most among all running backs. However, he has 12.5 expected fantasy points per game. So he's really uh, outpunching his weight right now. And so I don't mind if you want to try to sell Clyde edwards Lair because with this, he's not getting, he's not even playing 50% of the snaps either. Uh, this is really getting chopped up between him and Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco, who Isaiah Pacheco looks like he's going to be that dude whenever he gets that opportunity. So with that being said, uh, I think this matchup this week against the Raiders is a good one for Clyde edwards Uh The Chiefs could absolutely torch the Raiders this week. So uh, the Raiders have allowed the 14th most fantasy points to running backs. They've also allowed the sixth most rushing touchdowns inside the red zone this season as well. So I like Clyde Edwards-Elair quite a bit as an option this week. So, uh, you know, those I think all four of those guys are pretty strong RB1 options this week. And um, really all of these guys were drafted well, well outside of the top five or six rounds of your fantasy draft. So I guess a nod to the zero RB strategy, maybe it's working. So uh, regardless of that, let's keep it moving here. Let's move on to our RB2s for this week. I have Alvin Kamara. I probably should have him as an RB1. I just don't know if he's going to play this week. He's only played two games so far this season. This would be an absolutely smash matchup for a guy like Alvin Kamara versus Seattle this week. But I just don't know if he's going to play. So right now I'm a little bit hesitant. I think if he does play, he's definitely going to jump up into my top 12 for sure. And then you have from there, uh, you have Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Brees Hall, James Conner, J.K. Dobbins, Khalil Herbert, Devin Singletary, Damian Harris, Najee, Josh Jacobs, and Melvin Gordon to wrap up the list. So let's get into some of these RB2s that I want to hit on here really quickly. Let's talk about Miles Sanders. Uh, Miles Sanders has played very well so far to start this year's uh, season with a 57% snap share, a 70% opportunity share. He is sixth in carries and 10th in red zone touches so far to start the year. He's also third in rushing yards and fifth in touchdowns, and he's averaging 16.3 fantasy points per game, which ranks 10th among all running backs so far. Now, he hasn't been the most efficient with 38 yards created per touch and 35th in yards per outrun. But another really good matchup this week for Miles Sanders, again, going against Arizona, who allowed the ninth most fantasy points to running back. So if he's going to continue to soak up all this opportunity uh, on the ground, I think Miles Sanders does finally starting to score some touchdowns after not scoring any last year. And Miles Sanders was a guy that nobody wanted to draft this year. He was a guy that was available in the sixth or seventh round of drafts because everybody was avoiding him because they thought it was going to be a really a three-man committee. And it really hasn't been that. Yes, Kenneth Gainwell has handled a little bit more of the pass-catching work, but Miles Sanders has taken pretty much uh, eaten up all of the uh, opportunities on the ground. And while Boston Scott is out, Miles Sanders, is it's just good news for him. So 
Miles Sanders is a very, very strong, strong RB2 in this matchup against the Cardinals. Next up, let's talk about Devin Singletary here before we kind of get wrapped this thing up a little bit. Devin Singletary has played 72% and 87% of the snaps over the last two weeks, and he's put up at least 90 total yards in each of the last two weeks with 16 targets. Singletary has been used much more in the passing game with a 14% target share. He's also surprisingly first in routes run and fifth in total targets among running backs. He hasn't been utilized as much on the ground. And this is a really good matchup against the Steelers who have been targeted fifth most by running backs over the first four weeks. Uh, they've also allowed the eighth most fantasy points to running backs on the season and are ranked 15th in rush DVOA on the year. And I think Devin Singletary is in for another strong performance. You know, we kind of were seeing a little bit of Zach Moss mixed in early in the year, but that's kind of gone uh, gone away. And James Cook just really hasn't been able to get carve out any opportunities here. So Devin Singletary, if he's going to continue to be the pass catching back in PPR formats, I think he makes for a really strong RB2. We saw him last year down the stretch where he kind of put uh, fantasy managers on his back and really kind of carried him uh, to a championship last year. Kind of him and Rashad Penny were kind of those two darlings you know, to close out the year last year. So if he's going to continue to get this kind of opportunity, and especially with the injuries that they have in this pass-catching group right now, it opens up a lot of targets here for a guy like Devin Singletary. So in a matchup against Pittsburgh, love Devin Singletary this week. So uh, lastly, let's go ahead and talk about um, uh, Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. I want to talk about both of these guys here. Harris is only getting 40% of the snaps, but 52% of the opportunities in this backfield. He's averaging about 13.3 carries per game, 2.3 targets per game. He has 10 red zone touches and two goal line carries on the season. 246 rushing yards, 29 receiving yards, three touchdowns. He scored a touchdown now in each of the last three weeks. He's averaging 13.1 fantasy points per game. Now, he hasn't been very efficient, 26th in yards created per touch and 33rd in yards per out run. But if he's going to continue to see goal line opportunities getting 13 to 14 carries per game, I think he's a viable option on most weeks. Probably more of an RB3, depending on matchup. This offense isn't very good, but this week against against the Lions, who are just absolutely dreadful this uh, this year on, uh, at stopping the run, the Lions allow the second most fantasy points to running backs, and they're ranked 32nd in rush DVOA. So with the Lions missing so many of their weapons, and if the Patriots can keep this game close and a, and a good game script, I think Damian Harris is somebody that you can kind of fire up as a kind of a low-end RB2 this week. And then you have Ramondre Stevenson, who I think is a really solid flex option. He's handled actually played more snaps than, than what Damian Harris has. 51% of the snaps, 47.9% of the opportunities. He's averaged 10.8 carries, but three and a half targets per game, four red zone touches, and only one goal line carry. But he is all 18th in routes rung among all running backs and 12% target share in this offense. He has 211 rushing yards, 57 receiving yards, one touchdown, and he's averaging 11 fantasy points per game. But he's also eighth in yards created per touch. So he's been very efficient with his touches and 30th in yards per route run, very similar to Damian Harris. So I think both of these running backs are in play this week, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Then you can kind of fire them up as kind of low-end RB2s or, you know, flex options, RB3s this week. Lastly, I just want to talk really quickly about Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier is, gonna, is getting a matchup that's not very good against the Buccaneers. Um, I do think that he is something that you can plug into your flex this week. Uh, it, it, it isn't the greatest matchup, but you know we did see the Chiefs kind of run all over them last week. I don't know if the Falcons uh, is a team that I would look to that, but I will say this. The Falcons ranked third in adjusted line yards so far to start the year, and they are also second in second level rank and sixth in open field rank for their offensive lines. Their offensive line has actually done a very good job of opening up holes, being able to create uh, opportunities for their running backs. And Tyler Algier looked really, really good last year. He's actually top five in yards created per touch this year. So uh, while it is a risky move, I think if you're, I think if you're a Javante Williams owner and you lost him and you wanted to pick somebody up, I do think 
that I would take a shot on Tyler Algier because I think he is definitely the best running back in this backfield. So that being said, I appreciate everybody checking out the video. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button for future content. We will catch you on the next one. Bye.